Thabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's wrap up by going over to the UK to talk about this great story and this big achievement by the Lionesses who've made the government commit to creating equal opportunities for girls um, in sports, in schools. And uh, Karen Dobre joins us on the line, writer, activist and owner of the first club teams in the world to be equally resourced. Karen, good evening from us in South Africa. Thanks for taking our call. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. How big an achievement or breakthrough is this that's been achieved by the team? I mean, getting a buy-in and, a, and financial commitment from the government. Well, I think, um, you know, I, I think we have to look behind the figures a little bit there. Um, it is brilliant that the Lioness's letter had um, an effect on the government and made them look at enforcing equal uh, opportunities for girls in primary schools to play football and sport. But when we actually look at the figures, this is an extension of existing funding by two years um, and no more money is being put in. The difference that is being made here is the emphasis on equality. So whilst previously um, primary school pupils have what is works out as 32 pennies, 32p a day spent on their sport and two and a half hours a week, that's existing. Uh, now they will get two hours a week and the, the same amount of money spent on them. But there will be an emphasis because of the Lioness's letter and because of the Lioness's great achievement in the summer of last year in the Euros, um, there will be an emphasis that girls should have equal access to football and other sports, um, the same as boys. So are you saying you would have you would have preferred a long-term commitment, not just for two years? I'm saying I personally would have preferred more funding to go in because mm-hmm. it's it sounds as if it's more funding, but actually it's the same as it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit disingenuous. And the other thing that I would say, what I would really prefer is that something like the American version, Title IX, which put equal resourcing on girls and boys football or soccer, as they call it, on the statute books. And that was a key foundation for the US women being so dominant on the world stage in football, you know, because they have to, by law, give equal resource and funding to girls and boys in soccer in the US. So, so tell us more about this call to action then that they made to the government. What exactly did they ask for? Was it the money or was it programs to help grow the women's game? Yeah, I, I, I think what they asked for was all of that. I, I think they, but particularly, you see, what we have in the UK is girls as young as five believing that they don't belong in sport. So young girls have their confidence and self-belief undermined daily, according to a recent report from Women in Sport, by the message implying they're not as good as boys and don't belong in sport. That report's called Sport, Stereotypes and Stolen Dreams and was just released on International Women's Day by Women in Sport. Um, It found that girls are heavily influenced by parents, family, peers and the school environment. And then marketing and media kicks in as the girls get older. But the school environment has a lot of action that it could take to improve girls' belief in themselves, especially around sport. And as we all know, it's so important that girls play sport, particularly team sports, because they learn so many leadership skills uh, in playing those sports. So I think that the Lionesses are basically saying there could be girls in playgrounds across the whole of the UK at the moment that could grow up to be future Lionesses, but right now they don't believe they can. And it's very poignant that the Lionesses wrote this letter to the government because what they're basically saying is, you know, we struggled 
it wasn't natural or easy it wasn't made natural or easy for us to become you know to, to get to the top of our game and we want to change it for future generations so please listen to us see the achievement we've done on the world stage here and please react to it and respond and make sure that girls in schools know that football is as much for them as it is for their male counterparts and and how will they be able then to judge the success of of this commitment that's been made now that's a very good question i think um what we'll what we'll see if if this if this all kind of works according to plan is more girls um setting up football teams playing at grassroots literally playing in playgrounds and parks around the uk because what we have at the moment is girls kind of play hopscotch around the corners of the playground and boys take up the space of the playground playing football and that's literally how it is at the moment so we will see a we'll see a difference in the amount of girls taking up uh football we'll see boys um understanding that it's girls can be just as good and we'll see parents also understanding that because we have another problem with um football at primary level is that parents often you know will discriminate against girls playing and shout things even you know in our kind of fields and pitches around the country i've mm. seen it so it's um you know it it's really a cultural lesson that we all need to learn um is that girls can play football they can play it well and that they deserve equal funding and resources in order to grow the game the women's game for these girls to get into as as they hopefully progress up the pathways yeah and and would you say interest has grown Karen in the women's game after the the euro success of the lionesses especially because it was at home most definitely i mean you you have many girls and boys um knowing all of the names of the lionesses um so they've become a cultural phenomenon but you also have which i love you have like old men saying oh i never liked the women's game before but those girls have done us proud and now i want to watch women's football so it really has um shifted a dial over here in the uk and um i really think the government couldn't have done anything but pledge something to help girls play football in schools after that success Okay, wonderful. And and obviously the Lionesses will be remembered for winning Euros, but they surely also pioneers now and should be remembered for much more than than what they did on the field because of this of 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 the commitment they've been able to get. That's right. I think you know, with women's football in particular, it goes against a lot of stereotypes, doesn't it, of of what women are supposed to be, you know, more ornamental and, you know, not so strong, not so uh focused and determined. And I think there's a big piece of work for women's football to do off the pitch for women in general and, and therefore for the whole of society and i think the lionesses will be remembered as you say for what they've achieved in pushing our culture forward off the pitch um amongst the whole of society and I, I, you know I, i you know it's it's very moving when we think about it um and uh, yes <laughs> and do you see it expanding do you see it expanding maybe to more than just playing and maybe we can help also um grow and build administrators or referees and and just 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 for it to be more than just playing the game oh for sure i mean there are so many roles in football um for people to have a, a lot of people just think about the players but actually there's also as you say the coaching staff referees and um in in the off the pitch we also have marketing and um we have 
commercial and we have general managers and we have all sorts of different coaches like strength and conditioning, nutrition, all the things you can imagine. And certainly at the football club where I'm one of many owners and, and a former director, Lewis Football Club, as you know, as you said, they're yes. the only we're the only club in the world to uh, value our women's team equally to our men's. You know, we, we have a head of performance who is female. We have a CEO who is female. Um, on the board, we have a mixture of men and women, more more men than women, but still there's a good representation of women. So there are many, many roles for women in football as long as, as, long as we consciously welcome women to football. And I think that's what the government wants to do, the UK government in this report, mm. is consciously make an effort to include girls in football. Because otherwise it's, it really doesn't feel welcoming for, for a lot of girls and a lot of women. Okay, great, Karen. Wonderful. Thanks for speaking to us here in South Africa. And well Thanks. done to the lionesses for what they have achieved, folks. You see, it's more than just about getting bonuses. You have to leave a legacy too after winning something. Okay, it's 2 0 to Sundowns after 28 minutes. Nashimento with an own goal there. Okay, we're going to have to go. That's it from us. And Cape Town City 1 0 against Gallants.